Hey guys, it's Scooter. I just want to thank everybody once again for the support with the t-shirts. And if you miss a chance to buy a shirt or you say, geez, I didn't want to buy a shirt, I want to still want to support the podcast, one good way to do it is just to subscribe to the podcast or review the podcast in iTunes. You just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes. And whether it's on your computer or on your phone or your iPad, if you uh, write us a review or just give us the stars, if you don't have time, as many stars as you feel, you know, you want to give us. But And if you have a chance to subscribe, even if you listen in another thing, it really helps uh, some sort of algorithm uh, to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. Oh, wait, hold on. We got a call coming in here, Bob. You can re one second, Scooter. I got a call coming in here from MT. Okay, go ahead, Bob. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? You having trouble getting to sleep? Trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, get nice and comfortable, pull up those covers, and press play. We're going to do the rest. What is the rest? Well, I'll tell you. Scooter, your podcast is amazing. Um, it really helps me fall asleep, and I enjoy it greatly. Um, I don't know if you realize, but you're changing lives and saving lives all at the same time. Um, you know me as Grizz Chick, but my name is Lida, and I listen to you from Montana. So happy summer to you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Bob. That call was from Melida. Um, Thank you so much, Grizz, Melida, Grizz, Melida, Lie. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, Melida. That call was from Melida. Thanks, Bob. And if you guys want to call in, you're getting called. Our Sleeper Summer Hotline is 318-475-3379, 318-475-3379. And uh, Joe and Hyacinth, either one of you wants to call in again. For some reason, you're... For some reason, your messages, they didn't, they, they barely, they, they didn't come through enough. I want to be able to share them on the show, but they didn't come through loud enough. So if you have a chance to call in again, or you can send me an MP3 and record it on your computer at feedback with sleepwithmepodcast.com. Thanks. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, Welcome. I think I hope you're in. This is the right place for you. This is Sleep with Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're gonna do the rest. And you might say, "Well, geez, what's that? This is the first couple of times here, and the first, you know, or I've come here for you've explained the rest, but I still don't understand it." Or, you know, humor me, Scooter. This is when I like to fall asleep when you try to... Okay, well, I'll try to explain the rest. But basically, I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to try to distract you from whatever's running through your brain, whatever your mind's racing about, whatever's got you tossing and turning. I'm going to try to distract you from that. I think that's, I think that's it. Uh, I mean, there's a theory out there that you can only think of uh, two, you know, one thing at once. And I don't know, if, you know, they say multitasking is not good. I've proven... You know, they say paralysis by analysis. I say paralysis by multitalysis. Oh, no, wait, that was a podcast episode that I never made. Paralysis by italicis. Maybe that was poetry I wrote. You know, I, I was trying to write a uh, haiku. It was, uh, if, you, if you're sensitive, close your ears. But then I said, oh, well, how many paragraphs are in a haiku? It was about uh, condom wrappers on the street. And I said, I think it's three things, but I don't know the paragraphs. But it said, another condom wrapper. I, I guess I forgot to write it down. It's like another condom wrapper on the street. Something witty, insert here. At least, the, you know, and then something related, you know, punchline related with, you know, twisting around there. So that's that was my haiku. It was about condom wrappers on the street. It's a, it a good thing, you know. But also, when you say, "Geez, why, why can't you know?" And they said, "Well, I was in a hurt, you know. I didn't, I couldn't believe my luck." And I say, "Oh boy." So that that uh, what where was it? I guess that I got distracted there by haikus. 
And you might, if this is your first time here, you might say, good gracious, is it? And I said, well, it's labeled explicit. I said, condoms aren't really explicit. They're, you know, just, anyway, better move on from the condoms. Okay, I got that idea. But this is what we do here. Normally, we'll, we'll, we'll take less knee-jerk asides or meanders. But this podcast, I'll take some meanders. I'll take a lulling, soothing tone, even when I say condoms. I can say it in a, you know, more, or I can say it in a more condoms. We're going to be talking about condoms. And then, you know, and then I'll say, you know, Oshkosh, but gosh, is there a condom packet, pocket, a packet for a pocket? That could be, that's my next, that'll be, uh, so be, after Scooter burned out of the podcast, he started doing haikus as a busker. And this was, that was his condom phase, which chased everyone. You know, they couldn't make it through the intro because he kept saying, condom, picket, packet, pocket, poke it. Oh boy, that was unintentional. But yeah, I can say I'll try keeping a lulling, soothing tone. A little bit silly here. Clearly, we're a little bit silly, a little bit off the beaten path. But all in good intention, even my uses of words like condom and condom. You say I try to keep it in a way that puts you at ease. Now, if you're clearly in the anti-condom camp, I would say, uh, well, geez, that's too bad, you know... And then he said, well, maybe I should stop talking about condoms. I already told myself twice to stop talking about it. For some reason, I can't. And But, but sometimes everyone's, a lot of people, not everyone, a lot of people's brains get like that at bedtime. You say, geez, what's with the condoms in my brain? You know, you say, well, geez, you didn't try to snort a condom, did you? And I say, well, once, and that was a bad idea. You know, didn't get very far, luckily. But you might say, well, what's with the talking about the condoms in my brain? Or about something else, because all of a sudden you lie down and you start thinking about stuff. And you're like, why would I start thinking about that? Why is it now? Why am I worrying about that? And you're like, well, I just want to get to sleep. Holy moly, I just want to get to sleep. And that's what I'm here for. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to, like I said, lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. You know, I didn't even touch on what you use a condom for, or STDs or anything, but, you know, with any useful information or how you say well i'm a haiku fan and i was hoping you to touch on haiku construction or you say i i'm ignoramus like you scooter i don't even know what a haiku is i was hoping to learn about it well yeah i'm sure there's podcasts out there you know about i know there's sex positive podcasts i know there's grammar podcasts and i know there's poetry podcasts this is like where we say well we'll, we'll you know we reference those things, but in, you know, in a, in a point, in, a, in an indirect, nonsensical way, in order to distract you. I'm your boyfriend. I'm your chatty. You know, you say, "Well, geez, that guy's a, he's an interesting fellow." That's what a lot of people say about me. But I'm also safe, and 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 with good intention. They say he comes over. And he he just starts talking, and Larry, Mary, and I we all get in bed. You know, we're we're when we we lie down, and he's your boyfriend, and he just talks on and on about you know nonsense. But he he doesn't even make himself at home. He may he makes us feel like we're at home because we are. But even when you say make some you know make yourself at home, he's that's a little bit of an imposition. He's no imposition. It's almost like he's 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 sublimated from a human into some gas, the most boring gas ever. You know, same density as air. Maybe I'm not sure because I I don't care. And I said, was that a haiku or was that a hybambic petameter or I damn whatever it is petameter. But he, you know, he he just he just he just chatters us to sleep. He's our boar friend. He's our boar bro. He's our boar cuz. He's our boar sib. He comes over and then you know, he's gone like a, a misty man, of senselessness. But we're, we're asleep. We say, "Geez, is Scooter still here?" And somebody says, "Well, I think I see a, a wisp." 
And then usually Jerry says, Will-O-Wisp? And then I say, well, that was just like something Scooter would say, hon. And then we all fall back asleep. And then we in the morning we say, was that... And then we say, well, that's our boyfriend. He's like a sublimation of, you know... You say, common sense sublimated. Welcome to the Sleep With Me podcast. I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Oh, wait, we gotta... One second, guys, before we get to the housekeeping, we got Bob, Bob, Bob's lighting up my uh, my phone bank here. Bob, what do we, we got a we got a call coming? Yes, we do. Scooter, we have a call coming in. Okay, go ahead, Bob. Connect us. Hey, dear Scooter, uh, this is Matt Hurt. I'm from the Obsessive Viewer podcast at obsessiveviewer.com, and my sleeper summer project is uh, a side project podcast where I will talk about the Twilight Zone. <laughs> at anthologypod.com and uh my sleep tip is something i've been trying to do is go to sleep without distractions like basically i just play sleep with me on my tablet and set the sleep timer on it and then lay down and close my eyes and wait until i go to sleep i don't mess around with my phone or anything like that so that's my sleep tip and again uh you can check out the Obsessive Viewer, I'm a, it's a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic uh, every episode. And we're up to 116 episodes now. And you can find that at ObsessiveViewer.com. All right. Thank you, Bob. Bob, I mean, Bob you're doing a good job. But you, 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 do, you do this as a volunteer. I'm imaginary. Oh, I forgot you're imaginary. Uh, well, thank you, Bob, and thank you, Matt, for calling in. And if you guys want to check out Matt's podcasts, uh, funny timing, Matt, because I was just talking to somebody about my love of the Twilight Zone, and they were talking about, uh, you know, some of the inspirations for the Twilight Zone. So thank you for uh, for giving us that message. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find older episodes there. We're on iTunes and all the other podcatchers there. If you have time to review and rate us, that'd be great. And subscribe on iTunes if you can. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get a hold of me on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. We're on Facebook. I post bloopers on Twitter and Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Uh, you can get the easiest way to get to is go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. It's like one of those closed Facebooks uh, where you guys can chat amongst yourselves. It's run by our moderators, Alexandra and Laura. I'd like to thank them. Uh, our lovely artwork while I'm thanking people is done by Scotty and Jennifer. I want to thank them. I'm working on a, a pilot for Scotty and Jennifer, Crate Masters. The Dog Crate TV show, or, you know, recreate my dog. No, not recreate. Re- it's a dog crate. Well, anyway, they do our artwork. They do a great job at that. I should stay away from signing them up for TV show pilots. And then our music is done by Chris Posty Posters, and he's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. Check it out, soundslikeanearful.com. Uh, what else we? I want to thank Matt for the email, Susie for the email, Hyacinth for the email, for the lovely email, Susie for the email, Christine for the email, Audrey for the email. Audrey wanted me to put a warning out there to everybody. SoundCloud. If you're playing it on the website through the SoundCloud player or even on SoundCloud's website, uh, make sure I'm trying to work on a way that it'll just go to a playlist of just Sleep With Me episodes because poor Audrey was listening and then after the episode ended, it started playing the John Syracuse Toaster Jam. And, you know, while I love that song, it's not good for falling asleep to it. I want to thank Aaron and Brandon for their emails. Comment on the website, Miriam. Thank you, Alley Cat. Thank you, Laurel. Thank you. Uh, Pat Green's got a new book out. His book, Night Moves. I'm gonna start reading it, but uh, just uh, Google Night Moves, Pat Green or Patrick Green. 
Pat Al Green, Patty O Green. No, probably just Pat Pat Green, but Night Moves. It's a, you, you know, it's a, a, a pretty, you know, story of survival and redemption. And uh, you, you should check it out. I'm going to read it. I'm looking forward to it. Man, Pat's always been a wonderful supporter of the podcast. So if you go out and buy his book, please. Uh, over on Twitter, I want to thank some people I heard from Holy Custard. First time I heard from Holy Custard. Oh, well, why not? Evan F., Nathan J., and then all our old friends, Emily Libby, Eli Babs, uh, Sandy D., Graham out there recommending the podcast. And then on Facebook, Chevy. Now that I know what Chevy sounds like, it's even more fun. Uh, he, after I heard Chevy's lovely voice and all the nice things Chevy said, now it's like putting a name, uh, a voice to a name. It's like, oh, I love it. And then Lib, hopefully Libby's going to you know, teach my brother uh, how to follow through on practicing the uh, ukulele by example, Ted. So, you know, shouldn't be shaming my brother, though. Also want to thank Dave, H, Valerie, Faye on uh, Facebook. And then over on iTunes, I want to thank Slacker Shock. I want to thank Slacker Shock for their iTunes review, six out of five stars. Every time I think the episode isn't going to work, I realize I've been asleep for hours. This podcast is like time travel magic. Thank you so much, Slacker Shock. I wish I could travel forward and backwards in time to thank you. And like do, a, what do you call it when it was that harmony? Wouldn't that be cool if I could harmonize with my past and future selves to say thank you to Slacker Shock? But watch this, Slacker Shock. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That, well, I guess now that was all past. But at one point when I was in the middle, thank you, I had thanked you in the past and the future because I knew I was going to say it three times. So go ahead and think about that thought experiment. Go ahead and think about that thought experiment. Go ahead and think about that thought experiment. Mind is, is, is my mind's not blown. My mind is slightly inflated or deflated. I think I just lost four intelligence points listening to Scooter. And saying, yeah, I do a little, you know, I'm working on my thought experiment comedy tour. I'm working on, no, I won't do it anymore. Thank you guys for the support of planes flying overhead. And that is a sign to me to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Let's get on to the show. All right, so we're talking uh, season season one, season uno, season solamente, or so you know the only season of metastasis. It's also Fourth of July night when I'm recording this in uh, episode three, and we're still you know I'm still figuring this out. So this time I'm going to run through. The Metastasis episode twice because I watched it last night, and then I get then I watch it again tonight. Uh, so let's run through what I got on my first no, no subtitles this time. I said Gee, I didn't get a lot of words. You know, this time I didn't get a lot of words, but you know, it's because I was paying attention to other stuff. So it starts out, you know, they're cleaning Jesse's house. They're saying, "Hey, let's let's make it." Well, it says, "Hey, let's make this place look, you know, spick and span, buddy." And Jesse says, sure, sure, prof, profe. And there's really good music going. It brought up an issue for me that I didn't, I don't know if I'll look into it or not, but it's like, uh, it's it's confusing buying a mop, I, I would say. And I don't know if anybody agrees with me on that. Like a pro, prop, proper mop, I'm saying. And you say, well, geez, you could go... A couple issues with maps. This is being we're off track already, but uh, most commonplace I would think to buy. I have my dogs walking around. Fireworks, you know. Uh, the most pro- pop- popular place is a supermarket. Worst, probably the worst place to buy a mop. But probably probably a hardware store. Probably the best place. But then if you buy a proper mop, 
you need a proper mop bucket, right? Because you gotta, you need to squish out, and you need a lot of leverage. You need something that can handle that amount. You need a good mop head. You're gonna have to, so you you need space. And for a lot of us, space is at a premium. Also, proper mop bucket is heavy as hell. That's why janitor's closets have are equipped to deal with a proper mop bucket. A home, not really. And then a mop bucket, you got spillage. Now I can say, as I, you know, I have been a janitor, so I know what I'm. I know I know what I'm talking about. I probably mopped. One of my morning jobs was in the apartment buildings I worked in. Was cleaning. My first job when I got to work was to clean the two pub, pub, semi-public restrooms down in the lobby before the day started and help vacuum and mop the lobby area. Uh, but that was like a set. I think we started at 7 or something. So I know what I speak of, but in my personal life, I'm a, you know, just like a lot of my mop, my mop life is a mess. But they were using proper mops. I said, geez, these, this, this Jose... This will say Miguel knows his mops, or Walt does, but it was just, you know, Jose's house, so. So just a little bit of a mop, but it wasn't a tirade. Mop, mop took, you know, hey, let's, let's, instead of, let's take a look down that mop, mop, mop lane. Hear what Scooter has to say about that. No solution offered by Scooter, I know. Well, yeah, get a bigger house. You know, if you're building a house, say, hey, can you put a janitor closet style thing in there, because I'm planning on doing some proper mopping, you know, not any of this weak-ass mopping, or pushing, you know, geez, don't, this will become a type of just pushing the dirt around, you know, or getting the surface level of dirt. But let's not, you know, let's not go, we don't need to go down, you know, oh, well, did you want to drive down to the lower mop circle? No, we better not do that right now. Well, once again, he's cleaning the house, he's got a proper dress shirt on, and I say, well, geez, well, his voice, I say, I think there was a voice over at some point. I said, man, Walt's voice sounded deeper, but maybe I made my volume. I was listening before the first two episodes, I listened on my TV speakers, but then I switched to my speaker speakers. Tonight or next time, maybe I'll listen on headphones. Uh, then we're back at class. I don't remember this effect on the show, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm breaking back, but there's like this green flare, greenish-bluish filter, lens flares. While Walt is teaching, this time his students look pretty engaged. They look like good students. Then we're back at the cleaning, and Jose Miguel is so sick of cleaning, he gets sick to his stomach. And then he really glares at Walt. He really gives him a look. Like, why are we cleaning my house right now? Don't we have better things to do? Why are you forcing me to clean? And I would say, well, you know, I'm being obtuse about this. Walt just wants him to have a nice, clean house. And then we see some nice white shoes. And then Cielo's painting. Walter Jr.'s helping. And her sister-in-law is helping. Or her sister. Actually, it's her sister. And then Walt Jr.'s like, I think he's going out. He's like, and they're like, ooh, Chica, is it going to be a Chica? And they put sister in root, root, root squiggly line. I don't know what that means. Uh, but she, she was there putting her two cents in about everything. And then after Walt Jr.'s gone, she's talking about the weed. I could tell that. Maria. And they say, dos trace may? I don't know what that means either. But she says, Walt Jr., and then she gets all mad. Maria, she must, I think she's Walt Jr.'s godmother. And she's giving this this stare slash glare. And Cielo says, hey, calm down. He's a boy. He's a teen. This is kind of a throwback scene to another famous movie by Quentin Tarantino, where they're washing, washing each other. I mean, not with the hose. They're hosing each other down. So they say, hey, we cleaned. We don't want to get any cleaning products in your nice, clean house, Jose. And then Jesse goes up to his room. He pulls his stash out, his hidden stash, which was humongous. He said, man, that's a lot of meth. And he, Jesse starts getting high. Now, meanwhile, this episode kind of is about, seems to be about Walton, the crazy eight's relationship, a lot of it. And then Jesse's kind of uh, say, geez, maybe Jesse's an addict is what we're starting to wonder. Or Jose Miguel in this case, I'm sorry. 
But Walt goes down to the basement, Ace yelling at him. And then he says something, and I think he says, hey, I bet he's upstairs getting high. I can smell it. And Walt's like, what? And he says, yeah, why don't you go up there and check? And then Walt busts Jose smoking in the bathroom. Smoking in the Jose Miguel's bathroom. He'll be smoking in his bathroom. But I wonder if it was a bluff by Crazy 8 or he could really smell it. Uh, but he's really yelling at Jose, and that gets really slapstick. But with that Breaking Bad level of slapstick, that slapstick with a frown at the end or something, or you just go, hmm, that was slapstick, but hmm, I'm feeling something. Because try, Walt tries to flush it, and then Jose grabs it, and, and then he throws it out the window. And then they race down the stairs, but Walt gets into a coughing fit. And Jose grows, grabs his mess, jumps in his car, but Walt's not feeling so hot. And then Jose tries to drive off, and Walt's wrestling with him, and then he's yelling at Walt. And I think it seems like he almost used some shaming technique on Walt. Like, either this is not, I don't know. We'll have to see the next time through. Or maybe because Walt didn't clean up his mess, you know, his job. But Walt looks a little ashamed. And then we have Maria. She's shopping. She's on the phone talking to her husband. He's at some kind of bus. A little bit of police throwing her weight around. And she's talking about worrying about Walt Jr. on pot. And she's on her husband's case. He's like, hey, don't worry about it, it seems like. And he's trying to tell her to calm down. And she's, she tries the old saw. She says, me and more. And then he gets all, said, is he nonplussed now? Henry, I don't know. And I said, I said, she tries to try. I don't know what that means. Oh, she tries to try shoes on with no socks. And the lady's like, this is a fancy boutique lady. And she's like, my feet are clean. Don't be getting, my, don't be getting up in my grill. And then the lady, the lady of the store has to step out and uh, Maria steals the shoes. And then we see this park, it's got graffiti, it's got prostitutes, it's got drugs, and it's got great music. And they say lugar twice. I haven't been paying attention to my Spanish words. And then I, como tienme, no, no, seguro, seguro, tambien. But Henry's like showing Walt Jr. all this and talking to him. He's talking about the drug business, and I think he's talking about, uh, Whoever Nancy Reagan used to say, what is that called? You go down that road. I forget what it's Gateway Drugs, I think. Otra Cosa. That means other house, I think. But then uh, Walter's distracted by a prostitute. And Henry's like, hey, let me call her over. He's like, when do you get over here? And then he kind of harasses her, kind of bullies her, I guess, about her teeth or makes fun of her. He says, hey, something about her teeth shows Walt Jr. teeth. And then he says, okay, you know, I just made fun of you. Can you back me up about this? And then whatever she says, it contradicts Henry about whatever he was setting up about gateway drugs. Like she's like, I don't know what she said. And then I notice his glasses are entirely opaque. Like, almost like Matt Sunglasses. I said, I've never seen sunglasses like that except on, like, RoboCop. It's Henry's glasses. I don't know if you do yourself a favor and check them out. I said, how could he see outside of those things? It was like an optical illusion. I mean, they also looked like they were made from cheap plastic, but that was a cool effect. I said, where do you get those? And then we have Jose in his room. He's kind of freaking out. He looks like he's had too much mess. And then Wendy comes. He kind of sneaks her in the room. The same Wendy from the drug den. He's all messed up. Then we have Walt at the toilet. He's writing down like a pros and cons list or something. I said, what the heck? And then he calls Cielo, which I'm like, dude, are, what are you? I thought you were a scientist. And she, she's like, what? She goes, okay, what, what are you, what? And he's feeding her all these lies, clearly. She's not buying any of them. She's like, Walt, we have caller ID, remember? And then she busts him and he just keeps digging deeper. And then she's like, forget it. She hangs up on him. And then Crazy yells for Walter to come downstairs. Walt makes him another sandwich, cuts the crust off. And you say, okay, Walt's getting a little soft with this guy. And he coughs when he goes downstairs. And he passes out, drops the plate, drops the sandwich. 
some point, Crazy Eight stands up, and then Walt wakes up. He, I think he said, like, how long is he out? And then he says, no, I don't think he said, not very long. And then he cleans up, and, and a Crazy Eight at the end makes a face. They say, what was that about? And then Walt's like, he says, I'll make another sandwich. And he says, hey, how about we drink some beers together? I got a six-pack here. And then the second sandwich, Crazy Eight really inspects it. It says, I don't even know if you poisoned this thing. It's in Muertos. And then they start talking about Crazy Eight's name and his birth name, I think. And then all of a sudden, Walt gets all serious and mad. And then he says, Walter. And then he makes him an offer. And then they go back. I don't know what they go back to. No, they go back and forth. And they start talking about music, I think, and then they get excited and they're bonding, kind of, and drinking beer. Walter gives them another beer, kind of waxing nostalgic, I think. And then it says, does anyone know, I put, and then why, Crazy Eight says. Uh, but then something about that makes Walt walk, Walt walk up, and then Crazy Eight looks very confident, I put here. And then Walt grabs the keys like he's decided something, and then he crushes a beer can. And then he thinks again, he pauses, and then he realizes a piece of the plate is missing, the broken plate that he had thrown in the garbage. And then Walt is mad. He goes down. He shows crazy at the key. He goes, hey, I'm going to let you go now, buddy. And pregunta, that's another word that gets said. And then he says, hey, turn around. Let me scratch your back, too. Walt says, or something, I don't know. And then Crazy Eight's like, you know what, I'm going to take this plate, I'm going to escape. And Walt says, I'd rather you don't escape. Why don't we dance around this pole, do a little pole. Like, kind of play whatever that game is with the ball. And then Walt wins, he says, you know, Crazy Eight, you, you, you didn't win, so I'll stay here. Then there's a city shot, and it goes from p.m. to a.m. Jose Miguel wakes up in bed with Wendy. He's all itchy, like a back itch you can't reach. Uh, I put Maria, though, but I think it was Wendy. Another great music scene. Say that. I said, was he tweaking or was it something else or was it just a funny itch? Then he rolls out of there. He, sne- he tries to sneak back home, but he meets a neighbor who's really nice, an older woman. And she almost pinches his cheeks. She likes Jose Miguel so much. And then he looks downstairs, he's like, Walt, where are you? And then there's no Walter, no Crazy Eight. And they say, yeah, we're playing tetherball somewhere. He sees his bike lock on a shelf. And then we're back at school, same lens flare. Same lens flare, same strange filters. More flirting going on. And then Walt's sick, you guys, oh no, somebody rolls in, a teacher, she says, Walter's sick, you guys watch this movie. Then we go shot on Walt on the side of the road, he's thinking. And then we flash back to the him teaching, okay, I was wrong there, the, the last scene there was no filter, then there's a color filter with the lens flare. Solo-esque, it said, and then he's in the car thinking... Then we're out in the desert. Henry and his partner find Crazy Eight's car. And they're searching the truck, and Henry's showing him that he's like the Mr. Policeman. And he's like, methamphetamina or something. And they show, they talk about the gas mask. And then Henry finds the meth stash in his car. He says, see, I know everything. And then Walt sneaks home. He sneaks up on Cielo, he tells her something. Or no, maybe sneaks in the house, maybe he's trying to sneak up on her. She's like sad, staring out the window. And I think that was the end of the episode, I'm not, I think. So we'll run through it again with uh, the subtitle. So I'll be back after I watch it again, all right? How's that sound? But I'll be back in an instant to you, all right? All right, hey everybody, this is, uh, be brief, this is run through number two of, uh, this is run through number two of metastasis. Let's see, my notes are now. These are this is a red pen, you know, red pen run through, red pen run through. Uh, so this is where we'll extract some of our language learning from. But I don't know if I put any scene, you know. But let's see, we had no Kiro. I think that says music. Then there's the letter G. 
I think it can make this really boring. So if you, you know, geez, just try to breathe and listen to me, then I'll make sure this is extra boring for all you that need sleep. And then you could note this time and, and go back to it, okay? And I'm going to work on making the metastasis, you know, ultra boring. So, you know, but language, learn, you know, learn by being bored. Uh, letter G randomly, day low. Say Gunt. Well, it's not Dalo Sagun. I left my wallet in El Segundo. Hierro. Uh, say Dio. Tranquilos. We know what that means. I can't remember what it means, but we should know. Que paso ahí. Yo intente. And this is all during when they're cleaning and then. Uh, when when Walter Junciello is talking to uh, her sister. Oh, we have Walt teaching. I think he's saying, what are people made of? And he's talking about the cosmic elements. El Cupro Humano. Humano. Uh, what, what makes up a person? I think that's what that means. Odio estos zapatos. Marie's talking about her shoes. Ayudan. Sostan, palabra, todo eso ayundo. They think that's a like a listening or it has to do with listening. Uh, and then she, Cielo asks uh, Marie, if, Maria, yeah, did you smoke weed at school? She, I think she says two or three times. Sn serio, but I think that would mean you know I'm serious. Cato claro. I think clear, clear, okay, see, it's clear. Something. Para aca, my genio. Uh, important note, so we're back, we're at the tub washing scene when Jesse and Walter are washing each other. And there's a giant old-fashioned radio outside, probably so it didn't get, you know, during their big spring cleaning. Well, autumn cleaning, I believe, but uh, they didn't get the radio wet. That is a smart move. But it was one of those big old-fashioned radios you see sometimes. Maybe some of you may have had it in your home. I don't know. And uh, say, well, I don't have room for those. Or but they say, uh, maybe Grant could bust out some extra raspberry pies. And uh, I say, Jesus, that's probably not a good investment, Grant. Uh, you know, to put raspberry pies in an old-fashioned radio. Radio bot 2000, radio bot 3000, we'd have to name it now. Usted isabe, mirame, I think that means listen to me. Hace anadee, siento mucho, cosas suya, sapo, uh, no se curta, callate, put Q-U-I-T-E, but maybe that's callate, sagrado. That's a word I've heard a few times, and I said, well, it'd be nice to know what that means. Like palabras. Uh, con nombre propio, what's your proper name? I think that is Maldito Benga Bahase, B A J E S E, maybe Sagrado again. So we probably should learn that. Uh, donde KTNA Entonces, no claro que pena asunto contigo que lo hago el haber. Uh, something Dio, take care of amor, you know, something I may, I, I want to, uh, something, I love you, baby. Uh, let's see, she, Maria wants, oh, some test for pot, an addiction to pot, maybe, and, and Henry's like, what? Okay. Uh, Ponair, Bale, V-A-L-E, or Vale, reminds me of Welcome to Night Vale, great, great podcast. Uh, no servio, you know, I'm not going to serve you or something. Uh, music. Oh, there was so the park graffiti scene. Uh, the first time through, I said, what's that music from? I said, what? I said, K is that music from? I think it reminded me of the show, the comedian David Tell, who I find very likable and humorous. And I wonder if he, he probably should have a podcast. I haven't heard, I got to Google him. But he had this show called Insomniacs, you know, ironically enough. I think that was the music from Insomniacs. 
And I used to love watching that show and probably drinking or watching it after I drank while I was still drinking. Uh, I loved watching it, and Dave would drink on the show. And I just loved it. I really liked I thought it was a well-produced, great show. I think he was great on it. I just liked it. I said, I don't know how long it was. I still look forward to watching that show, though. But I couldn't do that show because I can't, you know, uh, do that kind of fun anymore. Ugar, right, that's another word, L-L-U-G-A-R. That gets said a lot. I don't know. Seguro. Piensa Lugar. Pero no mas. Ponja or Ponga. And it seemed like I was trying to figure out what Walter Jr. and Henry were talking about in the car. And I think it's something like, I like my house. And then Henry's like, what's well, your father's house? And then he's like, well, I thought we were getting burgers, dude. Chistoso. Suena distinto. Espere. Me dice todo eso. Venga, conozca, pero ya, hagale martalo, de arlo, vivo, no soy una sencio, matar es malo. Oh, this is Walt's pros and cons list. No potra vivir con la copa donde estás. Sierra Sambien. This is the other part of the list. Celo Dijo. Libre Matria. Uh, my family. Uh, Alo Tan Raro. Imagine if this is a radio station. Someone accidentally tuned into this. Uh, Tango Hombre. I think that means I'm hungry. Yo Pense. Tranquilo again. Obo Abvia. Dicho siempre, Domingo, that's uh, Crazy H's real name. Pute que no si, esta bien tengo, desemayando, le voy hacer, pero haga, uh, como humano, pregunta, that's another common word, I don't know what it means. Uh, but, you know, by, you know, someday I will, hopefully. And then I'll be like, oh, they said pregunta. And I said, well, I know that it doesn't. You know, it means pre- it's a, pregnant with meaning because I don't know what it means. And one day it'll be born into my brain. Uh, La razón de Cirilo. A-Y-U-L-E-S-E. Probably not the correct writing. A-U-L-E-S-E. La vueltas. Peñuelo. Claro, porque es famosa. Nade, nadie, sabe, que es lo correcto. Plateos, no puede ser, that gets said twice. Sensato, que borion, tomato, furioso, that sounds like mad. Or Kayla al pregunta. So there you go, pregunta again. Yo también pensado. Paradon. I think that it says twice. Hagale again. Yave. La pecan. Suerte. Mierda. Disfrutin. I like how that word looks. Te asute. Freca. Buenas. O freca. Uh, muchachos, I think that means buddies or friends. Uh, El Alma, que hobo or que hubo, uh, que pienso, uh, usted lo hake, con sensibilidad, with sensibility maybe? I think, that, is that an S? I don't know if that means it gets said five times. Or that's a G I dropped out of a word. Uh, Paradonde. Jodidos. I wonder if that's a real word, or it just wrote that J-O-D-I-D-O-S. Jodidos. I like that. It sounds really good. If you're awake with me, Jodidos. Jodidos. Mueste. Tenemos can hablar. We need to talk. I think that's what that means. To That's what uh, Walt's saying to Cielo. Right, we're doing a Breaking Bad run-through now, a Breaking Bad show. 
And the same things happen. They're cleaning the floor, but there's like this see-through floor effect on the Breaking Bad that wasn't on Metastasis. At some point, Walter's eyes are staring off into space, and then it cuts to an office instead of a classroom. It still gets some interesting filters, but Walter is much younger. He's at a chalkboard, much more alive, I would say, not, not just physically. And not only does he seem physically younger, but he seems lighter. And you see, man, the second time watching this show, this show is fucking great is what I, I mean. Holy crap. Oh, wait, I'm going to try to make this wicked boring. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'll try not to get excited, but I'm like, man, what a wonderful, uh, you know, opportunity to rewatch this and then be able to contrast it. Uh, but he's at the chalkboard. He's writing these percentages of the, the elements in the human body. He's with a woman. And then he, he, she says, trace elements. Well, that's where the magic happens. And then he says, well, it's 0.25%. We can't figure it out. But Walt's happy. He's so happy. He's like tossing the chalk and catching it with the, you know, when people catch the chalk that are happy, they kind of catch it like in the air where they move it. They like snap their arm. And you say, that is one hell of a chalk catcher. You know, you can tell they're in a good mood or, they, you know, they hate chalk would be the other thing. Uh, but while, again, these themes come up, at least in this early, you see, well, it says one 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 nine five eight percent shy. Something's missing. There's got to be more than a human being than that, than just as writing on a chalkboard. And then we have we have this scene where they're painting the bedroom, and Marie hates her nurse shoes, but she likes the support. Walter Jr. gets a call. Find out Skylar hates it when Walter Jr. says the word yo, and she's a little smart, smarmy. And then Skylar tries to, you know, you don't play, play down with your siblings, Skylar. You know, they, they know you. But she tries to be, she says, hey, Marie, I'm working on a short story with a pot smoker. Did you smoke a lot of weed? And, you know, Marie's, Marie's like, yeah, it made me more serious. I thought that was hilarious. And then Skylar's like, oh, I thought it just made you lightheaded. And then we have the dual cleaning scene with Walter and uh, uh, Jesse in this case. But they have uh, they have kiddie pools, which was cute. Very funny. Jesse goes to get his, uh, his uh, stash of drugs. It's also a big bag. And Walter's downstairs cleaning up. Him and Aid are both quiet. And Crazy talks. He's like, Walter, I know a lot about you. I feel like I've read your profile with the way Jesse talks about you so much. And he's Walter says, well, how did you, Jesse? And he's like, Jesse has such a wonderfully big mouth. And Walter says, oh, yes, he does. And he says, Walter, you know, I, I want to drop some Richard Bowles on you and say this. I don't think this line of work suits you. I think your parachute is of a different color. And then Walt says, well, you know, I just not And he says, well, you got your problems upstairs, Walt. And then Walt breaks in the bathroom. Jesse's smoking. And he says, get off the toilet. And Jesse won't get off the toilet. And then there's a little comical fight. Different comedy, but very funny. With Jesse on the toilet trying to kick Walter away. And then, you know, same, similar scene. But then they have an argument where Jesse's yelling at Walt at the car. And the acting by Aaron Paul there was pretty epic. It was it was good. And he says, a coin flip is sacred, Walt. He says, I, Scooter says, I wish I remember we cast by a lot in Spanish. And then we have the Marie shoplifting, trying on shoes without socks scene. Very inconsiderate, Marie. I don't care how clean your feet are. It's a social compact. It's not about how clean your feet are. But she says to Hank on the phone, hey, Walt Jr. respects you. And then he says, hey, baby, where's my sugar? And then Walt Jr. and Hank are at the motel. It's the Crossroads Motel. I thought that was a nice little touch. And Walt Jr. says, hey, do you think you'd want to live here? Hank says that to Walt Jr. When instead of burgers, I don't know if this was product placement. I don't even know if this company's still in business or not. Their ice cream a little bit too much for me, I'll be honest. Coldstone Creamery, he says, I, Walter Jr. says, I thought we were going to Coldstone Creamery. I like their ice cream, but i just never been able to finish it. I don't know, maybe I need a kitty size. And then Hank harasses Wendy. 
And then Hank, you notice a little bit of a undercurrent. He's a little bit, uh, he is a, a little bit of, a, you know, a trouble accepting Walter Jr. for who he is. And he tries to cover it up with a bunch of lies and prop up Walter Jr. And then we have Walter Sr. doing his pros and cons list. He has a pretty long list of pros and only one con. He calls Skylar, tries to lie to her. She's like, I already talked to Bogdan. You know, I know you're lying. Don't come back here. And then we have the same sandwich scene where Walt passes out. The floor was more dusty in this. Or I noticed the dust on the floor more. Because Walter's covered in dust later and he's face down in dust. And then they drink the beers and they talk about his name, Domingo. And Walt tells him to sell, you know, say, hey, do you want to go live on a special farm, Domingo? Crazy, sell me on it. I'll bring you to a wonderful farm with wonderful farmers. And he says, where, he, you know, and then Crazy tries different tactics. But he says, you know, I'm ABQ, born and bred, Albuquerque baby. And they talk about uh, he was going to be in music. He studied business. His dad said, don't get into music. His dad's got a furniture store. It's a nice little, they, they sing the jingle together. And then, well, emotionally good stuff here. Walt's like, I think we bought Walter Jr.'s crib there. First he says bassinet. And then Domingo says, oh, no, bassinet's a specialty item. We sell the cribs. And then Walter's like, maybe I met your dad. And then he's like, well, maybe I rang up your order. How about this? You know, let's uh, double Stockholm syndrome here. Let's both go live on a farm together. And he says, I'll even write you a check, Walt, you know, and, and an IOU. I owe you love for, for, for you know, you know, taking me to this lovely farm. And Walt says, you got it, buddy. And he says, let me go get that key and we'll head out to the farm, you and I. And he goes, a literal farm, not a figurative one yet. And I noticed Jesse's kitchen is way dirtier than Jose Miguel's. Jose Miguel's a little bit more of a clean, neat, neat freak. And then Walt uh, finds the plate situation. He says, hey, Crazy Eight, let's, let's go to a proverbial farm instead of a literal one. You know, hop in, let's get in the car and go. And then Hank's at, by, out at the, at the meth site where they met up with uh, from episode one and two. And Hank's talking about lowriders. He doesn't like lowriders. He says, this is a culture in decline. And he's in there, and he says, it smells like a Drakkar. He says Drakkar, Drakkar Noir factory in here. And then he's searching the car, and his partner's like, you're never, he said, I'm Rain Man counting my toothpicks. And then we go back to the scene, Walt staring into space, and then he's talking to this woman in the flashback scene, the young Walt. And she says, what about the soul, Walt? And then you say, Jesus, this is some sort of ethereal uh, place they're in. And he says the soul, and then he puts his hands on the arms of his chair. He leans in like he's going in for a kiss. And he says, there's nothing but chemistry here. And I say, what does the scientist say when he's trying to pick up the clergy member? That Something like that. But then Walt goes home to Skyler and says, we need to talk. And I said, wow, that, what a beautiful piece of art this show is in Spanish and English. And again, I don't know if it's my, if I'm glossing it because I don't speak Spanish when, or because I'm a fanboy, but I'm really enjoying the acting in, in Metastasis and being reminded of the wonderful acting in Breaking Bad. And I bet you Metastasis did it for a much lower budget. So, uh, but yeah, all right, let's move on. All right, let's roll through the uh, thank yous here. No Kiero. <laughs> yeah, we're, let's do the uh, language learning portion of the show. Uh, this week, no Kiero, I do not want. Uh, day low, a uh, than. Uh, El Cupraro Humano, it didn't come up because my spelling looks terrible. But I think it means corporal body or, you know, human body. This might be phrase of the week, Odio Estos Zapatos. And we know what Zapatos means, shoes, but uh, I hate these shoes, Odio Estos Zapatos. Uh, but this one, we say, geez, if you hate shoes, how does it make you feel? Malgenio. 
Bad mood, Malhenio. Mirame, watch me. Siento mucho, sorry, I think that means very sorry. Sapo, S-A-P-O, frog. Did someone use that for real this episode, or did I just mistake that? Sapo, frog. Uh, cosas suyas, his stuff. Quite, remove. Sag sagrado, sacred. Here's one I definitely spelled wrong. Hirio so dio, so iron gave. Uh, tranquilos, that means chilled out, I think, but it, it didn't translate. Uh, here's another one, probably miswritten by me. Que paso ahí? I spent there. Ayudan, did not translate. Sosten, did not translate. Ayando, todo eso ayando, all that ayando. Es en serio, are you serious? Cato uh, claro, understood, my, you know, understood. I, I like that, understood. Usted y sabe, that's wrong. It says you and knows. Con nombre, nombre proprio, 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 with own name. I think it means with proper name, formal name. Uh, maldito, that means damn. Maldito, maldito, uh, my ability to translate. Benga, come. Bayase, get off. I wonder if that's a dirty kind of bayase. Uh, que lo hago el, I do the, uh, que tiene, them, what's wrong with it? That can't be right. Uh, no claro, unclear, yeah, some of this is unclear for sure. Well, here's one that might apply to the podcast. Que peña, peña shame, uh, asunto, business, contigo with you, a bear, let's see. Uh, take care amor. I love love. That's what that says. I think it just means where's my where's my sugar baby. That's what uh, Hank was saying. Uh, Poner place. Vale. That means okay. V a l e. Seguro insurance. Oh boy, this translation. Capienza lugar. Thinking lug. That's what it translated into. Uh, Piero no mas, but not more. Chesisto, chesisto, funny, real funny, Scooter. Espere, wait. Uh, me dice todo eso, tells me all that. Venga, conozca, come to know. Pero ya, but since. Otra cosa, uh, another thing. Yeah, otra cosa, oh, another thing. Ponga. Put, so ponga and poner, they must be the same word. Uh, Sierra, closing. Sabian, new. Tan raro, so rare. Uh, Donde estas, where are you? Uh, de arlo vivo, let live. Live and let live. Uh, uh, la culpa, the blame. Tengo hambre, I'm hungry. Yo pensé tranquilo, I thought quiet. Obvia, obvia, oh, obvious. Dicho siempre, always said. Puede que no, I could not. Claro, we're learning that one this week, clear. Uh, porque es famosa, that is famous. Uh, nadie sabe, nobody knows. Uh, que es lo correcto. Nothing in here is chaos. Look, is it right? No, that would be the answer to my, most of this. Oh, I lost my. Oh no. Huh. Oh, pregunta. That comes up a lot. Question. Pregunta. Question. Uh, sensato. Sensible. Are you being sensato? Question. Uh, pregunta. Uh, are you chaos? Uh, pre, uh, pre, uh, sensato. S W N. It's your translation. It's okay. Don't bother translating. 
Oh, he, okay, wait, this, I think this is it. This might be the phrase of the week. And you might say, well, I hate, I hate these sho shoes. It was the phrase of the week. Well, what about this one? Well, I don't know if I can say it, so maybe it won't be phrase of the week. Desmayado la boya ser. I'm going to faint. Desmayado la boya ser. Uh, pero haga do. Como humano es human? Pregunta, question. That's the word of the week because we want to learn something. And pregunta, word I hopefully remember next week. Pregunta. Uh, la, la razón de cereal, 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 de C-I-R-L-O. La razón is the reason, wow, to stay de cereal. Uh, le boetas paniello, the scarf around. Uh, platalos, I think that means like, a, I don't know, tomato taken, furioso, furious. Yo tambien, I also. Perdón, forgiveness. Mierda, we know what that means. Uh, disfrutin, that's another important one, I think. Enjoy, I've seen that before, disfrutin. Uh, para donde, where to. Oh, here's it. This might be word of the week. Joditos, screwed. Joditos, were screwed. Morestre, shows. Suerte, luck. Buenas, good. Muchachos, boys. Uh, el alma que hubo, the soul that there was. I think that was like U2's 30th album. El Alma Que Hubo, The Soul That There Was. Que Pienso, I think. Mieres Morestre shows. Usted lo hace, it does you. Con sensibilidad. But, well, that, didn't, that didn't translate. Okay, so last well, didn't translate, but I guess... Uh, Bias, get off. That's pretty good. But I think, uh, uh, odio estos zapatos is the phrase of the week. I hate these shoes. Odio estos zapatos. And preguntas, the word of the week, uh, question. Uh, so that ends this week's episode. I hope you fell asleep. This was, uh, you know, a short week just because I had a little rough week. But I'll just read these words to put you to sleep real quick, Lesko. No quiero de lo el cubro humano odio estos sopados palabra. Mahenio para acá mirame. Haciendain sento mucho sapos cosas suyas. No se curta quiete. Sagrado hero del sodio tranquilos. Que paso ahí ayuden sostén todo eso ayando. Es en serio quiero claro ustedes sabe. Con nombre propio maldito venga váyase. Que lo hago el que tiene entonces, no claro que peña asunto contigo a ver, que, ti, que tiero amor poner vale seguro que piensa lugar pero no más citos. Suena destino espere me, dice todo eso, venga conozca pero ya. Otra cosa ponga si eres sabien, si lo dijo, a lo tan raro donde está, hagale del oro vivo. No soy un esencio, no le culpa, tengo hambre, yo piense tranquilo, obvia. Dicho siempre, puede que no, claro, porque es famosa, nadie sabe, que es lo correcto, no puede ser, pregunta, sensato está bien, desamado la voy a hacer, pero haga, como humano pregunta la razón de cirro, ayúdese la vuelta española, 
Platelos tomado furiosa. Perque a pregunta que porion yo también pensado perdón ya ve la pecan mierda. Disfruten para donde yo ni yo jodidos. Mierste agale. Suerte te a suerte a fresca. Buenas muchachas al alma que hubo. Que pienso mierste usted lo hace. Con sensibilidad, te somos con hablar, hablar. Buenas noches, buenas noches. Hey, this is Ted in Syracuse, New York. Just going, I hope you're sleeping well, tossing and turning well, and, uh, and, you know, Getting to sleep tonight because uh, everybody needs to get to sleep, and uh, Scooter's helping us all do that. So sleep away, everybody. Sleep the night away with Sir Ponce and King Tommen. Good night, everyone. Sleep well. Sweet dreams. Don't let me keep you awake because it's time to go to sleep. Don't bother listening any longer. Just go to sleep and have a good night's rest. And we'll see you tomorrow. Good night.